Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Well, I guess we're going back to the 80s now. Going back to Hong Kong for once. That's back to Hong we, Kong? We, <laughs> no, that's not true. We, we've been in the 80s. All right, let me let me retry this intro again. I don't know. Um, we're going, God. we're doing a Sammo film. We haven't done a Sammo film, I think, all year, right? Oh, we maybe. Did, yeah, we did one quick jab of him, which was for the bodyguard. The bodyguard, yeah. Oh, interesting that you mentioned that because that movie also has Karl Maka in it. Mm. Is yeah, he yeah, as annoying role. in that movie as he is in this movie? <laughs> Whatever do you mean, Zero? He's not he's not insufferable at all. Holy crap. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Karl Maka before. And I don't uh, know. We if... have covered. We have, we have okay. covered him. No, no, no. Sorry. We have covered movies with him in it, but I never called him out before. Okay, okay. Uh, I guess this is the first one I've seen of him as the lead. And I don't know if that's his personality, but oh boy, dude, is he incredibly unlikable. Yeah, yeah. I wonder I wonder how much uh, sway he had into the writing of this movie. Or is, is that just his him as a person? No, it, it doesn't. Ugh, cuz that's not a good that's not a good look. Although this is the 80s, right? <laughs> I feel like a lot of guys back then thought this way. But anyways, we're talking about Skinny Tiger Fatty Dragon. Skinny Tiger and Fatty Dragon. What, what, whatever. It, it, same movie. What a, what a weird... Like, every time I say the title out loud, I keep thinking it's like a, a, like a menu item at a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I'll take a little right, bit of it, Skinny Tiger and Fatty Dragon. It almost feels like it's supposed to be a parody of Crouching Tiger and Hidden Dragon, but obviously this predates this that, so it's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah 1990, apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, Karl Maka, yeah, we mentioned was in the bodyguard i think that was his return to acting he hadn't acted in all over a decade before like before he did that film or he did had a small cameo in that film uh him samuel hung and lao ga wing who directed the movie uh lao ga wing being lao ga leung's uh, younger brother uh they were a trio uh, at least back, back when they made this film they made a couple films under uh this one production company and it just, you know, went up in smoke because I don't think these movies did really well. And, oh boy, I think this movie is kind of indicative of that. This movie is, uh, well, it's on Haya, which I think kind of, it's weird because it sticks out um, amongst the rest of the Haya catalog. How right? so? Uh, it just doesn't, well, I mean, I, well, I feel like we've been watching a lot of more modern Donnie movies <laughs> Donnie movies yeah 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 and this one it, it just doesn't feel like any other like any other films that are on the uh, list of films that are on Haya it's hard to explain but I think it's just like um, this movie feels really low budget <laughs> it feels like super low budget but at the same time not it, it, uh, 
I don't know how to best explain it. It's like, of course, it's uh, your what you expect from Hong Kong in the eighties. Like it's it's okay, and like even Hong Kong in the eighties, like the worst of the action can still be pretty good. But there's a quality, like the lack of quality in the movie in in multiple areas. Maybe I'm just spinning in circles here because, but there's something <laughs> there's something about this movie that just doesn't sit well with me. Maybe it could just be the writing. I think it's I think it's the writing that is a big perpetrator of it because as I think many people have pointed out, this movie goes on vacation (laughs) more than halfway (laughs) into it because it runs out of ideas and it needed to take a break and have Mm -hmm. a karaoke adventure in Singapore before finally circling back to whatever the hell they needed to be doing. Oh my god, what what is this movie about? <laughs> I don't know. I thought this movie was going to be a shoe-in. Like, yeah, it's going to be a great... Yeah, it's going to be easy uh, for an episode because it has Sammo and it has Lokawing. And it's an 80s film, so it has to be good. Um, maybe in the action department... Well, we haven't talked about it yet. It's okay, but the story is... I would like to say that this movie almost feels like a lazy excuse for the actors to go on vacation, <laughs> right? <laughs> like some sort of like Adam Sandler tax write-off. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I was thinking because uh, half, maybe a little bit more than halfway through the movie, the actors just go to Singapore, and that's it. There's like no payoff to that. There's there really no bearing to the story at all. Uh, it's very I said loosely that already. ties in. What's the story about, Will? Oh God. Well, uh, God. Uh, so Samo and Carl Maka are two crooked cops, right? Are they crooked or are they're they crooked? Ju- are they just they're... dumb? No, okay, they're sure. crooked. Carl Maka just... is is the yes, he's definitely a crooked cop. I would say Samo hung is probably just along for the ride because he's his partner and he's more good-natured. Yeah. I feel he's not necessarily crooked, for lack of a better word. Well, the movie doesn't frame it as if they're crooked, right? But they're crooked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they <no>. do horrible <laughs> things. They go outside the law and they don't care because this is the 80s. And cops are deemed as, you know, the, the heroes invincible. of society. They're invincible. They're heroes. No, it doesn't matter what they do as long as they get the perp. But they do reprehensible things. Like, I don't know. They get partway into the movie. They they get a, a slap on the wrist for molesting a woman. So what do they do? And the following scene, they sneak into her house to get evidence it's like that and then they what they steal her boyfriend's car and well it's okay because he is a i guess he is a gang leader some sort of triad so it's okay that they're doing these things to these people who are going against the law right that's kind of yes what they're framing it as like they're crooked but because they're doing things to the bad guys it's almost okay and it's actually funny that they're doing yeah, but there's things. there's no comeuppance. The, the, oh, you're because, absolutely because correct. Because they are yeah. cops. Because they are cops. They only barely. They barely even have to hide their faces. They like the villains. The criminals know it's them, 
and there's really no consequence for the hero's actions because they're cops. It's yeah, and then there's many instances of uh, police brutality throughout the movie. Okay. It's framed as a comedy, so you you don't uh, you you're supposed to be like, ha that's funny. It's like, no, this this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, so, but anyways, to 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 finish the story, <laughs> what is the story actually? Uh, I don't know. Like, what is so the story, Sambo Zero? And Carl are cops. You got that right. And it seems like there's some sort of mafia mob triad leader. I believe his name is Prince Tak. Yes. And they are trying to infiltrate him. And so there's a lot of setup with going to his underlings and kind of framing them or outing them or i guess using information against them so they will talk in order to give up the prince talk character and then right. I, I, I is prince talk is he related to laugar wing mm-hmm. he's his younger brother he's a young okay that's what i thought okay i was getting a little confused there because in the yeah. beginning it was like the prince talk character was the bad guy but then suddenly Laugar Wing came into play, and then you realize, oh, actually, he's above the Prince Ta character they're looking for. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it all comes to a head at the end. Meanwhile, there's a female lead character. She is. uh, Well, I don't know. Well, okay. Let's take a step back. She is played by Carrie Ng, and she uh, is siding with the villains, right? She is beaten up pretty badly throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Every and it's, person who is portrayed as female in this movie takes a beating. It is yes. sometimes uncomfortable because, <laughs> you know, you can you can fight a woman in a martial arts movie. That's fine as long as it's showing that she can defend herself and also fight back. But in this movie, it almost feels like they're intentionally going out of their way to hurt the women in this movie for comedy purposes or because they want to possibly go for shock value because there are trans characters in this movie Mm -hmm. as well and so they want to fight these trans characters and it's supposed to be like oh that's so funny they're women but they're not women and look at they're getting beaten up on so it's like in really really poor taste Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is around that time where samuel was producing a lot of movies like this like a lot of women characters well just super misogynistic films uh where women just either they are one-dimensional like naggy characters or they are just fodder so samuel can do a spinning back kick on <laughs> god well it's, it's right? kind of it's kind of weird because so my understanding is samo didn't write this someone else wrote this mm-hmm. and and samo is actually pretty good natured in this movie for the most part he kind of plays the bumbling oof a little bit it's carl maka who is just he's like a womanizer he's a pervert he has this loyal girlfriend who whose name in the movie is apparently just tall girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he's just going behind her back all the time and you're just like like why is this woman 
deciding to stay with this man, this reprehensible mm-hmm. man? Why is yep. anybody constantly being around this man? Like, what does he have on you? They never show him <laughs> really in any good light until the end of the movie where he needs to do something heroic because it's the final action scene, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have any redeeming qualities to him. He's kind of framed as the like suave character i wouldn't even say suave he's just well they're they're framing him as that oh sure sure but it almost seems like women in general just kind of fawn over him including the tall girl and the random girls that he they meet in singapore so random um i got a name i got a good name to throw at you for (laughs) for carl maka uh david spade and then chris farley as Samuel Hung, mm. like that sort of mm. sarcastic, mm-hmm. overconfident, kind of schmarmy kind of attitude. Sure. I was kind of feeling that. Like this is like a prototype <laughs> for, for that comedy duo. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, oh god. Um, I don't know. I I do think that his character is kind of like very grating on on us. But I'm wondering if like maybe in the, well, this, this movie actually came out in 1990. Uh, maybe back then you could find him charming, but I don't know. I, I even if I put myself in that lens, like I, I just find him so reprehensible and so I wouldn't say annoying, but I just don't get it. Like, it, it, does anyone in the universe find this kind of person charming or this kind of character charming? Maybe at one time. Now we know that this type of person is sleazy that would sleazy yeah. yeah he just he just embodies that kind of greaseball sleazy dirtbag yeah. kind of guy who feel who thinks he can get away with things because of his overconfidence and he he does because of his overconfidence but there's yep. nothing redeemable about him as a character as a person and mm-hmm. then this movie we're supposed to feel for him i guess but we, but you don't. You kind of hate him the whole time. I was really just getting annoyed anytime he was on screen because at first I was thinking, okay, he's the fast talker. Samuel Hung is the simple, good-hearted guy, and that's that's the pair up, right? That's the the opposites go together. And that throughout the whole movie, I thought it was going to be a constant battle of Karl Maka being sleazy, and then Samuel Hung kind of maybe bringing him back down, and they're going to make comedy deriving from that, but. I never really laughed at anything that Karl Maka did. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. No, no, that's not true. When he turns off the light and I think it's uh, uh, Mark Mark Houghton. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he, Mark Houghton trips on a chair and then goes into the kitchen and then Karl Maka goes back into that room when he trips on the chair that the other that Mark fell on, I just started laughing. I was like, "Ah, you deserve that." <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the only comedy. That's the only. That's the only time I laughed. Have a chuckle. Yes, that's the only time I laughed at something he was involved in. <laughs> you know, like breaking down the story some more. Like what the story actually devolves into is just the de-evolution of Karl Maka and Samuel Hung's friendship over time. If you really think about it, because yeah. over time they just get more and more on each other's nerves, and at the end, they essentially go at each other's throats. And then the credits roll. Not to spoil anything, but that's basically what happens. Like 
is this supposed to be a happy ending? I don't know what's happening here. It's funny because they're fighting, and look, the cops have now arrived, and we go into yeah. the typical freeze frame. That's that's why it's funny. Yeah, Ugh. I don't know. Uh, okay, so besides the whole vacation thing, I you know which this movie is probably excuse so the actors can you know go have fun. I find yeah like there's a quality issue here. Um, it just feels incomplete sometimes. Um, mostly with the score, the sound effects. Ooh, uh, that's something we don't really talk about too often. But yeah, I thought maybe something was wrong with my volume when I first watched this because there's no room noise in mm-hmm. a lot in a lot of the movie. It's just silent, and then you hear somebody talking, and you hear subtle sound effects here and there. And I was getting confused. I was like, "Oh, is this?" is this the movie it's just the yeah. audio it's just the dialogue they're playing because there's this one scene where what's her face tall girl throws out carl Macher from the house and she throws his toothbrush in a bag down and when it lands there's no sound effect it's so confusing <laughs> to see like you said it's it's yeah. incomplete yeah yeah that's that's the sound uh effects but some scenes I imagine that there should be some sort of intense music or maybe some underpinning. There's there's you know, score like, here and there. Yeah, but um, what I mean is there's some scenes where, like, for example, Sam was trying to sneak into this bank robbery, right? And it's a tense scene because it's a bank robbery. And he's trying to get in there so he can help these hostages out. There's no score. <laughs> and it's so distractingly silent. As he's trying to traverse his way in there until he finally gets in, and you know, uh, if we get our fight scene, it, it's yeah, it, like I I noticed it most in the first maybe thirty minutes of the film, which is you know, you know basically how you start the movie, right? So yeah. like, if you notice there's something wrong with the sound design, it kind of uh, taints your experience for the rest of the film. Um, it's not it's not the worst. Like I feel like they. They had a little bit more score. Or they kind of addressed it gets the sound better, issues definitely later. Yeah, but like, what happened in the first thirty minutes? It, it's, it's I, something's missing. There. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they <laughs> they ran out of budget because they sent the fucking <laughs> actors on vacation, <laughs> on vacation, so they couldn't afford additional sound effects. Who knows? So <laughs> anyway, how how is the action then? We've kind of been hinting at our feelings towards this overall. Uh, well, Samo's in it, right? And he did actually. Well, I guess it's him. I guess it would be pairing of him and Sa- uh, Lao Gawing, who uh, who worked on I, the action. I would right? assume. I don't have the English credits to confirm mm-hmm. that. We, you know, when we watch it in Hayat's, just the you know the Chinese characters. That are scrolling yep. down, so we can't really read it. But on IMDb, it says that Laogar Wing is the fight choreographer. It says that uh, Ridley Choi is the fight choreographer, and it says uh, Shin Shin Chong is also the fight oh, choreographer. Okay. Shin Shin Chong was oh, apparently one of the bank robbers. Was oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, I guess he was behind a mask, so you wouldn't be able to tell. Yes, that's um, right. yeah, interesting. Yeah, he didn't show his face. So once. we have three. I mean, Shin Shin Chong and Ridley Choi. I know pretty well. Uh, Laogar Wing, like, I'm not so familiar with his fight choreography stuff, 
But when you got three of these guys and then you got them working with Samo, I would assume we're going to get really good fight choreography. Um, it's not bad. It's not. It's not even that. It's it's not even mediocre. It, it's good. Sometimes it can be good. Uh, but I, there's some there's a missing component to the action, and I don't really know what it is. Uh, it could be the sound design. It could be which we already complained about. It could be some of the choices and maneuvers. I guess it, I never there weren't any real big hits. It's just I think this is a big issue with the movie because I I think of Samo and I think like he fucking launches people whenever he kicks them and there's really not a lot of that going on in this movie. So I'll I'll right. disagree with you there because Samo is making a very conscious decision to emulate Bruce Lee again. He's doing yeah, the yeah. Bruce Lee style, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's interesting because it's him taking all of Bruce Lee's very, very well-known moves and turning it into more Hong Kong-style fight choreography. Like, you see Mm -hmm. the movements, but it's not the way Bruce Lee films are portrayed. It's more how a a regular Hong Kong movie is kind of portrayed. So it's really interesting. I wonder if that decision is what's kind of making this feel off. Like, there's... Do those Bruce Lee moves just not work in regular mm. Hong Kong choreography? Um, mm, I don't know if it. I don't know if it doesn't work for it. But what what I do did notice is that he straight up rips off or just completely takes the same exact oh, yeah. choreography, same exact everything. Yeah, all the famous beats are mm-hmm. in this movie. Yep. I mean that that was a conscious decision, I'm sure. So I'm Yeah, of course. I'm fine with that. Um I don't think it was necessarily an issue with it though. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of the the beats um but a part of me wants to see just see him do something new rather than just do the same thing that Bruce Lee's already done, right? Right, and right. but but that's the thing. Like, I guess Samuel's done a lot of Bruce imitation movies. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, just just point. Enter the Fat Dragon, I believe. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know all of his filmography, so I'm just assuming it's Enter the Fat Dragon, and then this one because I can't I can't recall if he's other. I mean, I'm sure he has pan. Everybody has pantomimed Bruce Lee. You know, throughout the yeah. course of their filmography, so I'm sure there's other places where I do it. But Enter the Fat Dragon, and then now this one, I think, are the two main prominent ones where he's very, very, very clearly doing the Bruce Lee impression. Yeah, well, it, well, I wouldn't say all of his choreography is Bruce Lee esque, but he does do his best to try to imitate him that throughout. And then other times, it, it's his peaking opera background, like mm-hmm. just showing on screen. But yeah, I, I I don't know if I love him when he just does Bruce Lee impressions the entire time. I want him to see him do the crazy launching of people across the rooms. There isn't that any, any of that really. Yeah, yeah, not, it, not it really. Not to every the same extent. Yeah, I mean, not, there aren't it's the not... huge like wire poles that I expect from his movies. There's a few good ones that I noted that I liked uh, more so in the last the last you know big action set piece. But yeah, you know they're not as memorable 
memorable as his other <laughs> movies, but they're there. The wire pulls are there. The big hits are kind of there. I think what I found interesting was him trying to do Bruce Lee and trying to make it his own, but still be Bruce Lee at the, at the same time. Like that's a weird balance. I think yeah. it, it's hard. It, I think they, people really, didn't really figure out a good way to, to do that with Bruce's style yet. This is kind of interesting because I think it's getting close. Mm-hmm. I think I think it works best when he has the two metal poles and he's doing the collie sticks like Bruce Lee did in Enter Enter the Dragon and mm-hmm. he's doing he's doing similar motions but it's turning more into a Hong Kong style fight where you have the multiple different camera angles as opposed to where Bruce Lee's static for sh- shot it very statically and you just see him right in front mm-hmm. of the camera the poses and where here we get the multiple camera angles and the, the multiple cuts to get more choreography in there yeah 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 got it got it um yeah no i, I definitely see that like i do think that there's you know like the evolution of film has elevated that and so it, it's not the worst thing in the world that he's trying to emulate bruce lee or like using the the Bruce Lee um, like signature moves in this movie, but again, I like Samo when he's like doing his thing yeah. best, no, right? I, I get that. And to to go back to kind of what you're saying, the the fights do feel like it's missing something. It's yes. not 100 percent there. Strangely enough, when you have these three fight choreographers who mm-hmm. you know, mostly I, I believe have pretty decent pedigrees. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, there, there's something that I, for me, I think it was in the last, in the last action set piece, a lot of the explanation shots, those insert mm-hmm. shots when they need to show like somebody doing something in order to get to another move. For example, yeah. there's a point when Samo like does a roll and then suddenly he has these two knives and the mm-hmm. pickup shot or the insert shot is just like him rolling over it. It 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 it's mm, shot so awkwardly, sure. so it doesn't feel like that was planned as well as maybe his other movies. So maybe that's what it was. Right. Maybe it's just maybe it's like you said, like it, it's this production company that was about to go up in flames, literally at the <laughs> end of this movie. So they're just uh-huh. shooting as fast as they can, and they yeah. can't think out all these shots in exact order all the time. So they got to do some. Maybe they got to do some master shots. Maybe they got to do these insert shots and they just they don't get it and when it all comes together sure, sure. something's missing yeah maybe what it was is they were spending so much time trying to make Carl Maka look good in the fight choreography that Samo kind of <sighs> they were like oh, Samo just yeah because Mar- Carl Maka who I don't think is a trained martial artist at least I don't think he does a bit of uh, he does a lot of choreography in the movie it's simpler it's not as yeah. complicated as Samo's um but you can consider that all a choreography. He's he's sometimes actually being hurled across the like a wall or hurled across the room. You know, taking punches, you know, deflecting punches, all that. Um, so yeah, half the half the runtime is shared with him. So maybe that's where all the attention went, or half the attention went. <laughs> well, that was a mistake because anytime <laughs> he started fighting, I was hoping he would get hurt very much so <laughs> i you know what i say that 
as much as I don't like this character, I'm glad he's not incompetent in the action department. There are moments where he's clearly comedic. He has comedic effect in the uh, in the action department. You know, because sure. he he can he can fight, but he's the one who gets hurt more, like far more than Samo does. Right when Samo gets hurt, it's like a big deal. Versus Karl Maka, like he's a comedy character, right? So, well, I'll put comedy in quotes. So you know, he's not perfect. But if he was just a bumbling buffoon and a womanizer and a and a sleazy dirtbag, this would be a redeemable film. <laughs> like you would you would not be able to handle this character at all. He's just that hard to sit with. Um, yeah, but I don't know. The, the, in terms of the whole action department, um, yeah, it's it's missing something. I really think do think it's like the hard hits. Maybe not just Samo. Like launching people across the room, but I I never felt like the stunt people were doing anything or like getting seriously injured. Not that I want them to get injured, but like it doesn't look so bad, you know. I'm not I'm expecting the hard falls, the hard crashes, the hits, and all that. Like some of it's okay, but like it it's really it. It's, it that's the extent of it. It's just okay, you know. So altogether, it the fights in the movie are just okay. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. Everything before the final action set piece is just okay, yeah. and then the act, the final action beat. There's a lot of it. It's yes. very messy, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's also just okay. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I guess we could just start getting into it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about the okay action in greater detail. So if you guys want to listen to more of us talking about the movie um, in greater detail. Uh, you can follow us on Patreon at Fist of Fail, uh, where we'll talk about it for, ugh, I hope not another hour. Uh, <laughs> but if we do, uh, we'll talk about the action and the spoilers in the movie. I really don't think there's a lot of story to cover here, so hopefully we can just get by that and just focus on the action. So um, if you do all that, you'll be able to listen to our quick jabs as well if you subscribe to a, our higher tier uh, for just, what, $3 a month. Um, that way you can listen to what episodes or movies that we have not covered or will not cover as a full episode because there's just not enough content in there. Like Painted Faces, another Samurai yeah. movie. Apparently yeah, a really yeah. good movie I have not seen yet. We, mm-hmm. You wanted to talk about that, um, but there's nothing really to break down in terms of action. So, of course... That needed to be a short conversation. So if you wanted to listen to that one, you should consider subscribing to us. Yeah. yeah. With that said, I'd say go watch that and don't watch this movie. But <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, skinny, skinny Tiger Fatty Dragon. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. And now on to our final thoughts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's, it's always good to be told something is funny. That's how you know it's funny. <laughs>
And that that's uh that's skinny what is it? Skinny tiger fatty dragon? Yes. Yeah. It's uh hmm. it's it's so it's missing something and it, it's actually hard to put it into words. Although we did put it into words because we I talked put about it into this a... an hour plus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so it's weird. Um we were we were kind of in the beginning of this conversation, we were both really on the fence that the the action's not that great. It's just okay. It's just okay. We we said that as we were talking about it, and as I was re rewatching the fights, I realized I think I liked it a lot better, out of context, mm. looking at them by sure. by themselves and kind of isolating moments. So like anything with Karl Maga, yeah. like fuck that guy. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, the, the you know the character is so is so unlikable. Like I just hated seeing anything with him. So when I was watching anything with just Samo. And kind of cutting Karl Mach out of the final fight, I realized like, oh, actually the choreography's not that bad. It's not the best Sammo Hung stuff, but there's there's good beats here and there. So yep. uh, maybe maybe I was just like a little hard on it because like like overall I don't like the movie, but I yep. think like action wise, like if I were to really just take out all the Sammo stuff, I think it's not that bad. Hmm. Um. I think. Well, I do agree with you there because watching things without the context of the movie or the story, it's better in that regard. But that still requires me fast forwarding through all the, you know, the the cuts to Karl Maka fighting or all the story beats, and and even but you know even then, um, there's just it still feels like there's something missing. It, it, it's not the worst thing in the world, like the choreography's there. It's just missing some moments where like we would get to relish or like really absorb the what we're seeing on screen sometimes it's edited a little too quickly sometimes it just feels like there's a lot of flubs on screen um maybe not flubs but it, it just feels like there's like there's no time to really absorb any information you know <laughs> um and yeah like i was expecting more like the big wire poles and such not to say that every movie with Samo involved needs to have them but you know Samo kicks hard and I, I half expect that um but I don't know like I, like the, the action's just okay I, I said that in the beginning and I kind of will reiterate that here it's not it's not great but it, it's like borderline good to okay what makes the movie basically a not recommend for me is the fact that that the main characters kind of they suck <laughs> like all, a lot all the main characters they suck they, they're just they're they're not they're either really no they're just like horrible people <laughs> samo's okay he's he comes out eh. the best of everybody out, out of yeah. everybody but yeah it's carl maka who is just yeah it kind of, he kind of ruins the movie for me i would yeah. say if you've never seen it you know, give it a first time watch. I, I, sure. I didn't think it was bad the first time. The second time, I just could not pay attention to the story. <laughs> I did not care about anything that these yep. people did. So if you're curious, because I was I was actually pretty curious about this because uh, I know um, Eureka did a release. I think mm-hmm. it's Eureka. Uh, mm-hmm. well, you know, one of the boutique labels did a release on it. So you go, you go, I always kind of think, oh, well, if they're going to pick up one of these movies that I've never heard about, I would think that there's something special about it. And the story is not it, but if you've never seen it, I'd say give it a watch. Um, I'd say the fighting out of context is is much better. It's interesting to see 
Sammo do his take on Bruce Lee style fighting, and it works mm-hmm. um, with the weapon stuff. I would say, sure. Like I like I sure, enjoyed sure. that a lot more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do agree there though. Like I think it's easy to watch, not easy as in being with the characters, but it's it at least has entertainment value. You know, like yes, I, I've complained about the um, the the characters themselves, which you know, and and how how grating they can be. But for the most part, you know, it's easy to sit through the movie. I will say though, I'm very disturbed by the movie because like Karl Maka, he's he's bald and he looks just like me sometimes. <laughs> I'm like I get I'm like really this I'm like oh it's like looking into like an evil mirror like I don't like this. <laughs> Should I uh, grow my, I don't know, grow a bowl cut and gain like 300 pounds so I could just be fatty dragon? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. And then please. you can be baldy. <laughs>